High FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. It is 7.20. I'm Howard Feldman. A very, very good morning to you. So what is fubbing? P-H-U-B-B-I-N-G. Apparently it's hurting relationships all over the country. All over people are being hurt by fubbing. A behavior that we're all guilty of has been given a name. There we go. Uh, we've been, uh, we've, we've, it's, it's been given a name. Let's try and understand what this is. Casey. Gaba Shevel, a matchmaker and a dating coach. We spoke to her before. Casey, a very good morning. Thanks for joining us. How are you? Howard, Howard. Good morning. Thanks for having me. A great pleasure indeed. So, so now um, we've given it a name. We've given it a name. So what does this mean? <laughs> well, I love it. The truth is that the, the irony of you actually asking me to come and speak about fathering <laughs> <laughs> was that... While my husband was busy asking how, me how my day was yesterday, I was on the phone Googling what fubbing is <laughs> and totally ignoring him. <laughs> and, of course, that's what fubbing is, right? Yeah, well, 100%. It's just, you know, ignoring someone, you know, just snubbing someone by the use of your phone. And the truth is... I am probably the most, you know, guilty of doing this. Ask my children, ask my husband, this is me. (laughs) So thanks for the opportunity. Right, to confess publicly to your fubbing. uh, 100%. But we all do, of course we do. And some of us are are, that are more involved in in news, in social media, in things that are are going on outside of our homes, I guess, uh, are even more guilty of a hundred percent, a hundred percent. So what is this? What is this? I mean, okay, so, so we know it's a problem. We know that people are distracted in relationships, and it's not only with their partner, their spouse, but also uh, with other family members, with their children, with their friends. I know we go out for coffee with, with a friend, and I'll be on quickly answering a WhatsApp, and they will, and or looking something up. It, it, we really do, we really do not live in the moment that we should. Now, we know this. We know this. We're smart people. We read books. Uh, we we get this. But we don't seem to change it, do we? Yeah, so I think, well, listen, for me, within the dating world and trying to set people up, this is obviously a huge problem. And I've found that just phones in general and technology have become quite, a, quite distracting and difficult in the dating world. Um, you know, you know, if someone was to, to, to check their, their, I would say, if you're sitting on a date, mm. put your phone away. Do not keep your phone on the table. When you're trying to make, you know, put your best foot forward and make a good impression on someone, your phone should be far away. But even just in terms of, you know, I, I used to, when I would set up a date, I would always force the guy to call the girl. You have to phone her. Don't set her, send her a WhatsApp. Be a gentleman. Be a man. Stand up. Just make a phone call. And, yes, um, you hear that, Mukundi. You hear that, Mukundi. Be a man. That's what Casey said. You were talking to Mukundi when you said that, weren't you? Um, <laughs> but from now, from in, lately, I actually have stopped telling guys that because the last time I got a guy to call a girl, he um, like called me back in a in a panic to say, "Oh my God, it was so cringy." He actually phoned me. It was so weird. And I wow. Okay, Mukundi's pulling the mic to, Casey, Mukundi's pulling this mic towards himself. He's got to get involved in this conversation. Tell us, Mukundi, what do you see? You are judging me, Howard. 
But I'm glad Casey, I'm glad Casey said that. So what are you saying? Your in generation. My, in my generation, calling is the weirdest thing you could do. Especially unannounced. Yes. Calling unannounced is the weirdest yes. Exactly. So in, in our that day, so and I always tell people this, when, when, you know, in our day, you actually used to have to, well, okay, maybe a bit earlier than my day. <laughs> you had to go through a landline and talk to the family first. There you go. You had to, like, speak to Mr. Cohen and yes. ask him if you could please speak to his daughter. Yeah. And now I said, well, here's the girl's number. She know. knows that you're phoning her. She knows that I've spoken to you. Like, why is this so difficult? And even so, they can't... They, they can't do it. And now I understand why. Because now I've seen girls' reactions. They're saying, this guy is so creepy. He phoned me. Like, he phoned me. What am I supposed to do? That is bizarre. <laughs> so that's now considered creepy because somebody actually picked up the phone and phoned yes, you unannounced. Yes, yes. Yes. McCundy's nodding. So, McCundy, it can't. That's not a normal. It's, that's not normal. It's an unwritten rule these days. So who can phone you? Yeah. Only telemarketers. Your friends. Close friends. Uh-huh. It's just like video call <laughs> etiquette. You know yes. how you can't just no, randomly video call. Video I get, I get. You do not phone somebody <laughs> on a video call uh, without express permission in writing. Pretty much calling now. <laughs> that's that's just no. calling in general. Are now. you, you serious? Have, you, have, you have to probably text them. Hey, are you free? Yes. Okay, cool. I'm calling yeah. in a few minutes. Or like, and wow. I think the, a big problem about that also is that with WhatsApping and back and forth messaging, um, people have not. You know, a lot of times people just are messaging back and forth for even like. A week or more, and they're creating this sort of cute little intimate relationship that actually doesn't exist. You've never actually met this person, but but the WhatsApping and just sending a message—I I don't know—I think you can be really witty and really smart and really fast and seem really cool or cute or whatever. And you sort of maybe your guards let down a little bit in a way that it wouldn't be certainly face to face and even more so in a conversation so um you know you create almost like a false sense of intimacy and then it's you can so meet this person and things can fall totally flat because you, know? you can't string a sentence together really in 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 real life exactly, but so, exactly. <laughs> so are we losing the art of conversation are we losing our ability to actually just sit and enjoy a conversation for the sake of a conversation I think so. I think that will, I think it's, you know, that it takes practice and I think that, yeah, there's a whole new world out there and I think technology has helped in some ways but really has hindered us in many others. For Jews who are uh, Shomer Shabbat, who are Sabbath observant, of course, it's very different because for 25 hours you put your phone away and you, you have to have conversations. You do have uh, conversations. This year my birthday happened to have fallen on a Shabbat and it was one of the birthdays that I actually enjoyed most, uh, more than I can remember in, in, than in prior years, simply because I was present for it. And it was about me. It wasn't about yeah. anybody else. I wasn't distracted by my phone. I wasn't answering Facebook messages from people that I didn't even know. I, I was in the yeah. moment for the whole day. And, and it, it was quite a revelation for me because as somebody who is very phone dependent, uh, and, and, dif- and, and find it difficult to understand why other people aren't, uh, it, it really was something. But, but yet it's an amazing, gift I think that that Sabbath observant Jews have because we retain the art of conversation and of connection at least for one full day a week. Uh, I wonder if other people should, uh, whether you Shomer Shabbat or not, is find a time to put your phone away. 
Well, I promise you there's no way that if it wasn't for Shabbos that I would ever put my phone away. That is just the truth. Oh, no, I wouldn't I mean, you either. I'm, yeah, I'm not a great sleeper. My husband knows mm. at 3 a.m. in the morning that blue light is like at my face, <laughs> shining across the bed. You know, whether it's online shopping or just doing some last minute stuff or things that I've, ideas that I've thought of or whatever. So I am constantly on my phone. If not for Shabbos, I for sure would, uh, it would never end. That's just the truth. And so just going back to this whole fubbing idea, uh, the idea of course is at certain times to put your phone away, whether it's at dinner times, whether it's at Whatever time it is, just just keep that phone away, so so that you do have a a conversation that doesn't involve somebody picking up their phone at some point. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I mean, what, what irritates me the most is when my kids are like just on their phones and whatever, and then I'll yeah, and you, and you wonder where they learn that from, eh? Yeah, well, exactly, and I, yeah, I know, exa- I know exactly, I know exactly, you know. <laughs> Absolutely, I'd love your thoughts on it. Fubbing three four five one nine or oh six one eight nine five one zero one nine. Yvonne said, "Howard, so pleased. Uh, we dare I say young when we were out without all of this technology. So much more of a healthy way of living. Yes and no, Yvonne. I think it. I think it had its advantages, but it also was quite. You probably couldn't go out because you were waiting for a phone call. Uh, so I think that's also a little bit different. Marcus says social media has made people lie, especially single people." Uh, what you see on a profile sometimes isn't the truth. I guess that is is the case as well. It is 7.30. Uh, great conversation, as always, with Casey Garber, Chevel matchmaker and dating coach.